The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you believe that life and business success only happens when you are young and hungry? Think about some of the most famous entrepreneurs who achieve their greatest success later in life after a few trials and setbacks. Welcome to Second Wind Success with your host, Gene Garino. Get ready to take the journey. The best in life is just ahead. Here's Gene Garino. Hey, 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 it's Gene Garino, the host of Second Wind Success, with your co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews. Good to be back here with you. We had a great show last week, man. We were talking about chocolate and coffee, two of our favorite topics. And when you mix that with some... Yeah. When you mix that with some of your favorite locations and beach locations, Panama and so on and so forth, it was a great show. But this week, we're going to talk about repositioning yourself for success, repositioning yourself for success. And Second Wind Success is all about helping baby boomers discover their second wind in business and in life. I think a lot of times people literally just kind of run through life and they don't really pay attention to what's happening or or what's going on around them, the choices that they have. And it's really important to kind of just stop and think about where you're going, where you're headed. And I truly believe, and I know this for a fact, is there's a lot of you listening right now where you could actually have everything that you want if you just think about what you want. I mean, think about what you want, because some people, and I, I just came back from a whirlwind tour. I mean, I was in Milwaukee, and I was in Chicago. I was in Kentucky, and Murray, Kentucky, and I was in Nashville, Tennessee, Dallas, all in one week, five cities, went all around, and I'm speaking to groups of people, and as I'm speaking to these people, they want to learn about what it is that I do and my success, and when we talk about second win success, everybody's looking for something, and I say, stop for a moment. What do you want? Now, what do I have? What somebody else does? What do you want? What are you looking for? Where's your goal, your end game? And I think a lot of times, and this is what I tell people, if you just think about what it is that you want, and maybe it's just repositioning where you are, you can get right there. So, for instance, I ask the question, and I want you listening right now, if you're not driving, right? If you're not driving, if you're at a desk or someplace like that, write down right now how much money you need to get off the hamster wheel to get out of the rat race. You know, how much cheese do you need, Velveeta, flowing in, in each month so that you don't have to go to work, so you're financially free? Now, some of you are already retired. You've got an income. Unfortunately, some of you need more money on that retirement income in order to live the quality of life that you want. Now, how much you need and how much you want, two different things. So survival, some of us want to survive at a higher level. We want to thrive. We want to give away. We want a lot more. Others are willing to do with less. I would rather have my golden years be golden. And I'm only 56, but I've been in those golden Platinum. years. Platinum. Platinum. <laughs> there you go. I like that. That's right. Who's going to settle for gold? That was, that's old. Let's go platinum. And, and that's just it. What is it that you want? And I don't want you to think pie in the sky. When I say write it down, and I want you to write it down, how much do you need on a monthly basis for you to be financially free? 
And for some people, it's $5,000 a month. For some, it's $3,000 a month. For some of you, it's $10,000 a month. But whatever that number is, frankly, a lot of times, as a certified financial planner in the U.S. and licensed in Australia, myself, when I talk to people, if they say, well, gee, I need 5000 a month, and then I say, well, what is it you have? What assets? What income? What resources? It's clear to me that they just need to reposition something they're doing, what they're doing with those assets, or how they're doing it. And for you, it could be the same exact thing. So today's theme is repositioning yourself, your assets, your time, so you can discover that second wind. Now, I think a lot of times, too, and and CJ, I want you to, to kind of jump in on this, that sometimes people just kind of run through life. They just do what they do. They're not really thinking about what it is that they're doing. And instead of thinking about the money, they're not thinking about the, the why, the reason why we do it. It's not just about the money. I mean, what are some of the reasons why you do what you do, CJ? Oh, see, you're talking to the right person now. So <laughs> here's what happened to me. I had this dream. <laughs> I had this, I, it, this is a true story, and I just really want to make it clear. Um, I, my ex-husband is a great guy, okay? So, but when, we, when I was 29, we got divorced, and that was like the shattering of a dream for me. But it was such a great opportunity as well because I got to rebuild my life consciously the way that I thought, you know, since that wasn't worked out, since that didn't work out, okay, what is it that I really want? Mm. And a lot of us don't get that opportunity um, it, or it becomes much later in our life, which is why we have second wind success. So some of your biggest failures are such your biggest opportunity as well because it allows you to design your life in a way that you can really, that that's what you want. What gives you energy? What do you love? What are the things that made you happy? So, you know, let's, a lot of people enjoy um, dancing, let's say, Mm -hmm. and they want to design their life around the opportunity to dance more. So they need, so, okay, if that's really what gives them energy, they can either become dance teachers or dance students, or just dancers, but their job or their life needs to give them the, the money and the time to be able to do that. And a lot of dancers travel. Um, it's social dancers. There's, you know, like dancing conventions. So uh, line dancing conventions, Argentine tango conventions, um, and they all get together and they all dance together. They have a good time, and it's like a big family, family reunion. Somebody else that might be racing cars. What they like to do is race cars. So what I'm saying is even if that, that opportunity has not come across um, your lap yet, you can do that right now by just taking a moment and saying, what do I really want in my life and how do I want it to look? Just take the opportunity really quick and all of a sudden you can start designing around that and your reasons why are just joy and energy, you know? That's a great point that you just made, the concept of choose as opposed to it's kind of you're forced into that situation. And in your case, at 29, it was, bam, I've got to do it. 
And it really was a mm-hmm. real opportunity. I'm glad you saw it that way. And I think a lot of people, we've had guests on the show, which they've told us, hey, I was in the real estate market, and the real estate market dropped out. I got crushed. And now they had to rediscover themselves, right? That second right. wave success came after that great trial and tribulation. But in this case, what we're encouraging is don't wait. Don't wait for that, you know, hey, I lost my whatever, and now I've got to go ahead and rediscover out of pain. Let's do it out of choice and passion. So finding that thing that you really want to do. So you just mentioned a couple of things there, and I was in Kentucky, and as I was there visiting, it was one of our students, Mike Sullivan, and he created his first residential assisted living home, and it's a gorgeous home there in Murray, Kentucky, and it was just beautiful. And we were standing out there in his three and a half acres, in the beautiful home out there, and I said, you need some horses. I mean, here we are. They just had the Kentucky Derby, and I'm like, hey, you need some horses out here. And he goes, you're right. And then I'm thinking, wow. Yeah, if somebody's into horses, wow, there's so many businesses that you can do, whether it's racehorses or whether it's, you know, whatever it is that they do with horses, you know, the equipment for them, feeding them, taking care of them, raising them, all kinds of things. So if you are into animals, there's businesses you can do. You mentioned cars, the passion of cars, owning them, fixing them, driving them, selling them, fixing them, all kinds of things. And I think as you get older, am I... I was with my brother Jim, too, and he was reminding me that when our father, he uh, was a college professor, and when he retired from that career, he got a little bored, I guess, kind of like all of us. You know, you need something to do. He went to work for a company that did uh, buses. They were charter buses, and he, he loved to travel, our dad, so he started to do bus tours with this bus company. By the time he had worked with them for a number of years, it was a whole transformation for this company from just charter buses to now it is they now do bus trips all over New England, and that is a major part of their business, and he's the one who created it. But it could be anything, and you can find that in your passion, but you have to give yourself that chance to say, what is it you want to do and design your life around that? I think what's great about that, Gene, is that we're also talking about being very conscious you know, living your life consciously, not allowing it to happen to you necessarily, um, just kind of, but just sort of at least guiding your way. So take your, you are your own tour guide in this life, and um, there are things that you want to see and things that you want to do, and now is a great time to start doing that. You are your own tour guide. What a cool saying right there. I'm gonna, that's another book title right there. We're, gonna, we're both writing that down, her and I both. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's a true story, you know. You are your own tour guide. The, I, when I used to do a lot of um, personal uh, coaching as a life coach, one of the biggest things was if you were having a party, you plan a party, right? You plan the decorations, you plan who's coming, you invite certain people, you don't invite certain people, you really do plan this party. Your life is exactly the same way. You can do all that. You just plan that out. What kind of people do you want in your life? What kind of people don't you want in your life? What kind of life do you want? Now, we both know that stuff happens. I'm being polite about how the way the word stuff, stuff happens. But you and I both know that even if it's a little bit of a tilt right or left or a turnaround, you still have a plan. Without a plan, you've got nothing. So at least have a plan and know that you can make adjustments along the way. Nothing is forever. It's not set in stone. It's a, it's a, it's a path. And when we take a path as a, a tour guide, 
you know, the streets aren't all straight, right? There are a couple turns. Same thing with life. Now, I want to encourage those of you that are listening because, again, second win success, discovering your second win in business and life, we can take so many directions, so many angles here, whether it be work for somebody else in a new career, something you've never done before but you've always wanted to, whether it be volunteer work, something you are passionate about, that it's not about the money. It's about doing something good or doing something you want to do, and it's really nothing about the money. It could be something that you're doing because you see a niche that needs to be filled, an itch that needs to be scratched, something that you can do. But one thing that comes to mind is I was talking with somebody who's a real inventor kind of a a person in his mind, and the concept of, and I'm just kind of saying this out loud because some of you are that way. You create things, and now you invest in them, time and money. But one of the things I want to encourage you, because one of my favorite shows on planet Earth is Shark Tank, and when you watch Shark Tank, people (laughs) come on, yeah, they've, they've taken an idea, and what I love is the people that come on with an idea, and they put $1,000 into it, Right. The ones that really break your heart are the ones that come on with an idea and they've got three quarters of a million dollars into it. And the sharks look at it and go, whoa, 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 you got all that money and all that time and we really don't like the idea. Whereas the guy who's got $1,000 into it, they could be like, yeah, we don't like the idea, but at least you only have 1000 bucks into it or a certain amount of time and energy. So the point is, get committed, absolutely. Do what you want to do. Be passionate about before you start to invest big money into that, learn what you're doing. Make sure it's right for you. Do some of that investigative work. There's so many ways to go out and learn these days. You can go to a college. You can go to private training courses like the RAL Academy to learn about assisted living. But <clears throat> focus on what it is you want to do and the why you want to do it. And then learn from others who have done it before so they can show you how, save you time. That fast track to success is a great way to go. Now, if you're the pioneer, you're the first one, you're the only one, now we've got we to break that mold. We've got to break those barriers. But go slow. Count the costs. I've worked with so many people, literally hundreds of thousands of people around the world over the last 25 years in business and entrepreneurship. So when somebody really wants to do something that's awesome, they believe in it. But if enough other people don't want what you're selling, don't, don't have a desire to buy what you're going to create, then you should just keep it as a, it's a great idea, and let's keep it on the books or do it for ourselves or just make it and give it away, but let's not invest the life savings on it because I don't want your second wind uh, to be the, the last wind. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to mention that as we were kind of going down that path. Yeah, and, and listen, you said online. Uh, look, you know me. I'm an, uh, I love the Internet and yep. all that it can provide for you. It is my library, um, and the regular book library still works. There's books out there that do that, but really, YouTube and Google, thank God. We call it Google University. We go there, and we can find anything on anything. But, and YouTube, too. You can have people talking to you. There's groups. You can check out Meetup. Meetup is another great place that you can go to. And these are all online. And when you're getting your second win, the Internet can provide a very inexpensive place to investigate and research. 
Now, I do want to say this, too, in, and we're kind of going back and forth. This is pretty cool because you're saying one side, I'll say the other side. When you're going to Google and getting information or WikiLeaks to get a definition, just understand that the person on the other side may or may not have an agenda. They may or may not have experience. And a lot of times, especially when it comes about learning something, I love it when I see the video of how to peel a pomegranate, you know, and, and how to do it. And yeah. it's like, whoa, I never knew that. I've been messing this thing up. I turn red when I'm doing it, and they show me it in, in 30 seconds, and it's like, that's brilliant. But then there's other people who will tell you how to do something that they've never done before, and it's something where now buy my material for $500, and I'll teach you how to do something I've never done before. Learn from people who have done it, and more importantly, are doing it now. Because if it worked 30 years ago, that's great, but the world has turned dramatically in the last 30 yeah. years. So yeah, the last 10 years, the last 10 years. Yeah. So uh, I... I uh, to me, we you do have to be careful about the date, the dating of that information as well. Um, but you can get you can get a really good start. You can get a really good start. So. Yeah, you know, there's lots of ideas, and actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold back the idea of uh, some of those things we can do online and business ideas on for our next section. And I'm going to share some because I heard of a brilliant idea just yesterday. And I, I'm going to make a note of it here and I'm going to share it when I come back because, oh, it was so smooth. And I'm like, that's brilliant. I should have thought of that a long time ago. But I'll share that oh, with you when we come back. Oh, okay. I know. Teased you. Teased you. So Second Wind Success, all about helping baby boomers. And by the way, you don't have to be an old guy like me. You can still get your second win when you're 30, when you're 20. Some of you have already been in a bunch of careers already. I, I was working with a guy just last week who was, he's 36 years old, and he's already accomplished more than most people who have had 86 years of life. And it doesn't really matter what age, but discovering your second win in business and in life, that's what this show is all about. Now, we happen to do residential assisted living, turn single-family homes into assisted living homes, and that's why I travel all over the country to teach people about that, show them how so that they can learn how to do it too. And our sponsor, the RAL Academy, is all about teaching you how. So if you'd like to learn more, go to RAL Academy. RALacademy.com or just give a call at 480-704-3065. That's 480-704-3065. So, second win success. When we come back, I'm going to give you an idea that's going to blow you away. Last week, we did coffee and chocolate and how to live on the beach and have a great time and buy land in foreign countries and, oh, it's all good. But... I'm going to share an idea that anyone, if you can do it, and you can do it starting right now, and you'll have a ball doing it. But we'll be right back. Second Wind Success, your host, Gene Garino, your co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews. Doing good, doing well. See you right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. If you've been thinking about mom, dad, are they safe? Are they comfortable? Are they able to take care of themselves? Well, maybe you're ready for assisted living for mom or dad. I know you don't want to put them in a home because if you're like me, when mom and dad needed help, you didn't want to just put them in a big box facility with 100, 200 people. No, you they lived in a home and you want to keep them in a home. Well, I found a solution. It's called Sweetwater Pines, upscale assisted living in a very, very comfortable home setting right near Scottsdale Road and Cactus in a beautiful, gorgeous home. If you're looking for 24-hour care where they're safe, 
and taken care of and loved on. All the food, all the medication management, everything they need, and a great place for you to come and visit as well. Well, there it is for you. If you'd like a tour just to check it out and see what it's like, give a call, 602-430-5382. That's Sweetwater Pines at 602-430-5382. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. The boomers are here. You can't stop this silver tsunami. It's here And this is your opportunity. If you'd like to learn how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine with residential assisted living, the Residential Assisted Living Academy is your opportunity. What we do is we show you how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine. To learn more, call 480-704-3065. That's 480-704-3065. Or come to our website at ralacademy.com. That's R-A-L-Academy.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Second Wind Success with Gene Garino. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Gene at RALacademy.com. That's G-E-N-E at RALacademy.com. Now back to Second Wind Success. All right, all right. It's Gene Garino, your host of Second Wind Success with Carolyn C.J. Matthews, the co-host. So good to be back with you here. And we're talking about repositioning yourself, your assets, your time, your life to get what you really want. Second Wind Success is all about discovering your second wind in business and in life. And it really starts with what do you really want? What is it you are doing it for? What's the why in your life, your purpose in life? And if you find that, my goodness, everything else is so much easier. A lot of people just run, 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 and they're not quite sure why they do what they do. I want to encourage you to be more purposeful. Do what you're doing for a reason, not just because it's something to do. So this show is all about repositioning. So your time, your energy, your assets, but you obviously do need to focus. Now, I was teasing you a little bit earlier, and I was saying that, you know, there's a business idea that I just heard about yesterday that I thought was brilliant. And it actually is a little jump off of one of the things that Carolyn was saying earlier about being doing something online. You know, doing online business, the Internet. Uh, you know, Al Gore, when he created it 20-plus years ago, didn't realize how – that was a joke, by the way. If you're laughing, it's okay. Al <laughs> Gore created the Internet. I'm sorry. I guess I need to be louder about how I laugh. <laughs> Al Gore invented the Internet. Okay. I'm not being political. I'm just – I'm just. It's, he said yeah. it, so we have to use that. It's a great yeah, joke. No, it's an ongoing joke in our society, yes. The poor yeah. guy who did invent the Internet, I couldn't tell you his name, though. Sure, but the uh, the concept of by the way, can you hear me? Okay, things changed in my yeah. Now I can. He came back. So when it comes to you know why do we do what we do and and we talked about the internet, but and that's interesting too because the internet when it was first created was all about uh, a way to communicate in case the ways that we communicate now with telephone and so on go down. This way, there's this network that is connected like spaghetti in a bowl that we can always make a connection with. So we're able to do that, but 
when they first said the dub dub dub, the World Wide Web, the ability to connect with each other and then do business over the internet. My goodness, that was really far-fetched. And then people are like, nobody's ever going to buy dog food over the Internet. Nobody's going to buy books over the Internet. And now Barnes & Noble, they're like out of business almost, right? It's all online. And I see stores closing left and right because the retail part of it is people just go online. Actually, if anything, they use the store as kind of the showroom. They go there, touch it, feel it, taste it. Oh, I like it. Then they're, they're right there in the aisle with their phone looking up the price or how can I get it cheaper. And then they just order it online. You know, they'll pick it up at the store. They'll return it to the store. But the store has become a thing of the past. Our world has changed upside down. So... Here we go. You ready for this idea? I'm ready. Can you handle it? You sure? I don't know because you Here's the thing, Dean. <laughs> you wouldn't even tell me on our break what it was. So I'm thinking it better be something special. It's probably something really It's like the chip clip. Don't we all wish we had invented the chip clip, right? So, yeah. all right, what one. is it? All right. So here's the deal. It's kind of a mix of old school and and modern. So it's the internet mixed with the concept of the garage sale. Now, stick with me for a minute. The garage sale. So when you have a garage sale, you have all this stuff that you're trying to sell. The Internet, we can put that stuff on the Internet, and we can put it out there for sale. The problem is, in order to do that, you have to have the stuff. And I don't want the stuff to put it on the Internet. So then some people, what they do is they go buy the stuff brand new, and the stuff might come from China, give me a truckload of whatever it is, and we're going to sell it onesie-twosie. But here's the deal. This is where it got brilliant. And it all comes down, I give credit to my wife, Mona, for bringing this to my attention. It's not my idea. It was somebody else's. She was buying a piece of furniture, a big piece of furniture. They literally just delivered it about 20 minutes ago. Thank goodness the show started so that I didn't have to go help them move it in. But she went to the store to go buy this piece of furniture, and she doesn't buy just normal furniture. She goes to the specialty shop and buys either antiques or one of a kind or something special. So she went to this store, and obviously the piece that she wants is always the most expensive. That's a given. But it was also somebody else had already tagged it. They put it on layaway. So it was this kind of antique piece of furniture that somebody else said, I want that. Put it on layaway for me. So this person had their name on it. It was on layaway. So she was going to buy something else. Yeah, I can see the look in your face. You're catching on. She was going to buy something else. And then I said, well, wait, let me see it. When when I get home, let me see the picture and so on. So she went back to the store. And when she went back to the store and said to the store owner, well, this one here on layaway is the one that I really want. And she said, well, hang on for a minute. That guy has had that on layaway since January for months now, and I'm not sure if he actually is going to buy it. I think what he does, and here it is, is he comes into the store, and not just hers, but a lot of other people's, and he takes pictures of the item. He'll put it on layaway, and then he'll go and put it on the Internet, eBay, put it up for sale. And when somebody wants to buy it, he'll now collect the money from them, go to the store, buy it from the store, and have it shipped directly to the person from the store. He's like arbitraging furniture. Isn't that brilliant? I thought it was. Yeah, that's great. That's great. He so he have, puts everything on layaway. He puts a little down payment on it and then anything. pays just a little bit per month and then sells it for more than what he's paying it for. Paying for it. I thought it was brilliant. And especially for the oh, big no, thing or the great. odd thing. 
It's, he doesn't have to pay for the inventory. He doesn't have to pay to store it. He doesn't have to buy it if he doesn't sell it. He only buys it if he sells it. And I'm thinking, wow, this has taken the garage sale or that eBayer to a whole other level. And somebody's second win success could be just that, taking an idea like that and saying, how can I make that little twist, reposition what I do? Because there's people right now who Saturday morning, they have already mapped out every garage sale in town. And they're going to get up at 4 a.m. and they're going to travel, they're going to traverse the whole thing. Hey, why not just go to the antique shops or the stores and they've got this stuff for sale. Take pictures of it, put it on layaway, or take pictures of it because you know they have a hundred units of it anyway, and put it on eBay. Mm-hmm. If somebody mm-hmm. buys it, no, I think it's a great it. idea. I have some friends. You know, I've been in this internet thing uh, for a long time, right? Um, uh, I was in it when people were still wondering if it was going to stick around. And um, the truth of the matter is, is that I have friends that do exactly what you're saying. Uh, they go buy children's toys. Let's just, their specialty is children's toys. And they will buy that and put it on eBay and um, they'll do some things that go on Amazon as well. But they'll do tons of children's toys and that's where, that's how they make their money. The catch here is, is that inventory piece. I think that guy's brilliant by not having to keep the inventory. He keeps it at that one store and then has it delivered to wherever. I mean, that's, that's fabulous. You I know, um, yeah. One little so, twist. Yeah, the fancy word for that is called arbitrage, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually that's in the financial word, but grandma's not doing yeah. arbitrage. So. <laughs> <laughs> doing our, toy arbitrage. Buying, but you know there's people that do that. They go by and they clean up uh, the children's toys and they do all this fancy stuff and then they uh, will sell it, like I said, on eBay or at their own garage sale for uh, more money. Power. Power you know, there's always a way. I think I want people to know that there's, I don't care what kind of financial position you're in, there's always a way to uh, make it better. Way. And that brings up, that also brings up the other idea of um, what we were talking about with other people um, where they are, we're consciously living the life. If you're happy with your life, more power to you. If you're happy where you are financially, more power to you. But there are a lot of people out there that are not making enough, they're not fulfilled enough, and they don't really know what they want. They're look- they've had a bad setback, and they're looking to reestablish their joy, happiness, and purpose in life. And if you don't know what that is yet, I'm going to suggest that you volunteer until you do. Find a mm. place to volunteer with the skills that you have until you figure out what you really want to do with your life. Even if you need to go earn money, go volunteer. I love that. Volunteer until you do. Because that itself Mm -hmm. may be your purpose. The making money becomes inconsequential. It just gives you the money to be able to do the volunteer work that you ultimately really do want to do. It's uh, interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, my brother Jim, one of his, uh, his son, uh, just graduated from college, and he wanted to go into full-time ministry. And as he's out of college now, thinking about full-time ministry, he's like, Dad, I really don't like the idea of having to raise money in order to be full-time ministry and so on. And what you know, my brother was counseling him is, you know what, maybe you don't do it as a business or do it as a job. It becomes just do it as ministry, volunteer, just like you were saying. Just go do you, the youth work. Go do the, be the associate pastor. Do something where it's not about raising the money or getting paid. It's just do it because you're doing it. 
go get a job that pays the bills so you don't have to worry about that. But now you do get the volunteer part of it. You get the ministry part of it. The why you do what you do. Let me give you two mm-hmm. more ideas because these came, and it's really interesting, Carolyn, as we talk about these things, these ideas come and they're just your brain is like that when you ask a question you know how can i make it work these things come out so here's another idea that i heard that i thought was brilliant and because college is now getting out of you know we're we're winding down my son is moving back uh, tomorrow after his first year of college so mona's going to pick him up truck him back he's got his last final tomorrow he did great on his first year but all those books, those student books, where they buy these books mm-hmm. and they spend, what a scam that is, right? They spend $300 right. on a book, and next year they have to buy another book because they changed a few words or one sentence, and that's the whole scam, the whole game. But there's other books that, well, even those books can be reused. They're virtually brand new. But here's one of the businesses that some people have created. Those books are hot at the beginning of the year, and at the end of mm-hmm. the year, they're not. You can give them away. So there's mm-hmm. algorithms. They track these things. They know which books are used year after year after year and which ones sell for a certain price at the beginning of the year. So right now, there's people that are buying those books now cheap at the end of the year when nobody wants them. And during the summer in between school, when people are giving them away, just throwing them away, basically. And then when the school season starts and the prices go up, the arbitrage once again. They bought it for 50 and now they can sell it for 150 because that's when people want it. So school mm-hmm. books for colleges, that's a niche right there. And again, one that you can do online easy enough to do. Yeah, I've, I've mentioned that. I've mentioned that before. Um, there are a couple of different people out there that have, um, I would just tell people to go online and look for that. They'll call it textbook arbitrage or textbook trade-in or, you know, something like that. And there are a couple of, a couple of people out there that do that. I've, I've actually been, as you know, I've been, I've been playing with that. I, I do this. I go out and I'll buy it and I'll play with it and see if it actually works or if it's uh, suitable for somebody. And it seems, the textbook arbitrage uh, seems like it's pretty good. You can double your money. A lot of times you're not going to, you know, you might buy one textbook and make 50 bucks on it. But, um, you know, if you're not doing anything else with your time and it's a good retirement thing, you can do it while you're watching TV. There's ways of doing it without even touching the book. Uh, it's a good business for, like, a good retirement business. And that's just it. If somebody's into that, if they're into books, education, and so on, this could be a perfect business for them. I look at it and say it just doesn't drive me. It's not my passion. But for somebody, mm-hmm. it could be absolutely perfect. Let me just throw mm-hmm. out another concept, and this concept can be applied in many different ways. Uh, it's hockey playoff season now. I'm not much of a hockey fan, or I apologize if you are, but the you know I'll go to the game once and sit by the glass and watch them bang in and go, wow, that looks brutal. But anyway, uh, Wayne Gretzky, the great one. So Wayne Gretzky, the great one, he's quoted as saying, go where the puck is going. So skate to where the puck is going. You want to be successful, go where the puck is going, not where it is, not where it was. So in business, same thing. Where's the puck going? So real estate, let's think about that. If you were building McMansions 10 years ago, 15 years ago, man, you were perfectly in position to really make a lot of money. You could build them on spec, 7,000 square foot homes. People were putting big money into it. We don't care how big it is. We just want big. Today, completely different. If you're building McMansions, nobody wants that. It's too big. It's inefficient. I'm paying for all these utilities, and the kids have moved away. It just doesn't make sense. Somebody that uh, I know who does a lot of apartment 
their apartment rentals is saying, Gene, it's hard for me to rent the two and three bedrooms. Right now, what I'm getting a lot of calls for is individual bedrooms, studio apartments. So he's saying what I need to do is be buying and building more individual one bedrooms and studio apartments go where the puck is going so for me in business and in real estate where's the puck going big time seniors seniors baby boomers going forward what does that look like well building a a house that maybe is the golden girls model maybe it's a ranch style house with four individual bedrooms senior friendly and then they share the kitchen share the family room so those four seniors can live together they don't need assistance but Maybe charge $1,000 per person, and all the utilities are included in a very senior-friendly home with three built-in friends. You'll get a lot more rent that way. It's a great business model. The assisted living is the next step. Ten of those seniors living in a home with 24-7 care, and they're paying four or $5,000 a month, netting ten or 15000 a month in profit after all expenses are paid. That's what I do. That's what CJ does. That's the residential assisted living. And then some of you are saying, well, gee, I could go in this direction, that direction. You're right, but go where the puck is going. It's not a matter of what worked in the past. If you're a telegraph operator today, you're out of a job. If you're a typewriter repair person today, not a lot of business happening. So where are you? Where are you going? The what worked yesterday won't necessarily work tomorrow. So be thinking about the future. And second wind success is certainly about the future and where are you and where are you going. Knowing what you want is going to help direct where you want to be in the future. Right. So, um, and a lot of that is uh, deciding what, what you like to do or what you've always wanted to do. I don't know if I mentioned this, but just a couple of weeks ago, there was a woman who graduated in Florida that was 80. Um, She was 80 years old, and she graduated, uh, is it a Ph.D. in history or a master's degree in history? I think it was a Ph.D. in history. You know, I'm thinking to myself, I still have time. (laughs) You know, I still have time. So she went off and she got her uh, PhD. That's what gave her joy. You know, we talk a lot about how much education costs and what, what's going on with that, but the truth of the matter is many people enjoy going to school and getting that degree and uh, contributing something. Uh, all I could think about was that she could probably argue with her, um, her professors about history, you know. <laughs> That's not what happened. I was there. <laughs> That's funny. Well, education does have value for a lot of different reasons and a lot of different ways. And it's okay to just learn something for the sake of learning it. It doesn't have to turn into a business or income. It could be just for the joy of learning. I find it interesting, too, as my kids were growing up and I went to their open houses and talked to their teachers, and I'm like, I want to be sitting in this history class. You know, I want to go back to school. Of course, when I was in school, especially high school, you're like, I don't want to be here. It's the last place I want to be. But as adults, we can learn just for the sake of learning because we want to. That's that passion that we have. So Second Wind Success, all about discovering your second wind in business and in life. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? When we come back in this next session, here's my tease. I'm going to share with you something that three of the richest men on the face of the planet Earth were talking about last week. And it's a little bit shocking, a little bit, ooh, did they really say that? But these three men collectively are worth close to $200 billion. And they all agreed on this one point, and it has to do with you. So when we come back, Second Wind Success, I'll share that with you and what they had to say and how it might affect you. The three 
men together, $200 billion, and I'll share it with you. Second Wind Success, your host, Gene Garino, and your co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. The boomers are here. You can't stop this silver tsunami. It's here, and this is your opportunity. If you'd like to learn how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine with residential assisted living, the Residential Assisted Living Academy is your opportunity. What we do is we show you how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine. To learn more, call 480-704-3065. That's 480-704-3065. Or come to our website at ralacademy.com. That's ralacademy.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. Have you ever wondered how mom is doing today? I mean, you're at work, you're comfortable, but is she? Is she okay today? Your mom, your dad, she may need help, he may need help, but you're not sure what to do. I know you're not ready to put mom in a home. Nobody ever is. But here's the deal. Is she able to take care of herself? And if you're not quite sure, you're not quite ready, here's what I did. When my mom needed help, I started to look, and I didn't want a big box solution, 100, 200 people, like an apartment or hotel. I was looking for a home, and I found it. Adagio Gardens, right here in Phoenix, a comfortable home with a group of seniors my mom's own age, dad's own age, where she can be taken care of 24-7. Whether they need medication management or housekeeping and all the food, everything is provided in a very comfortable home life. So if you're looking for a safe place for mom where she can be taken care of, check out Adagio Gardens. I did. Give them a call, 602-430-5382. Adagio Gardens, 602-430-5382. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Second Wind Success with Gene Garino. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to gene at ralacademy.com. That's G-E-N-E at ralacademy.com. Now back to Second Wind Success. All right, all right. It's Gene Garino, your host of Second Wind Success with your co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews, good to be back. We've been talking about repositioning yourself, your time, your assets, everything you have and do so that you can be successful in your second wind, your success. You know, this show is all about that, helping you discover that, but then you still need to put it into action. And if you just start running without aiming first, without deciding where you're going, well, there may be pointless or it may get you someplace you ultimately did not want to be. So I really want to encourage you to be thinking about that. Where are you going? Why are you going there? You only have a certain number of full moons left. We had a beautiful one last night, but, you know, if you think about your life in time, if you live to be 100 and you're already 50, you only got 50 boxes left, 50 more years left, but not everybody makes it to 100. My dad only made it to 72. Today would have been his 95th birthday today, but he only made it to 72. Now, you may not make it till tomorrow morning, 
not being graphic or gruesome. It's just the reality. Nobody knows how long they're going to be here. And I hope you're prepared for the future of yours. And if you want to have that conversation, we can have it. But my point to you is we're not going to be here forever. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? What's it all about? That's what I want you to be thinking about. Your future is totally up to you. It's not somebody else's future. It's yours. If you're working for somebody else, I want to challenge you there. Whose dream are you making a reality? Yours or theirs? You know, Companies get a bad rap these days. Public corporations, businesses get a bad rap, I think, because a lot of people say, oh, the big bad company making all the profit. It's bad, bad, bad. Well, no, no, no. Somebody started it from an idea. They wrote it down. They started it with one person, added another, and it all started that way. From Apple Computer and Microsoft and everybody, it all started with an idea. You've got an idea. You can take it big and make it as big as you want. So if it becomes big, I hope you make a lot of money. And then it's your choice as to what you do with it. Now, I kind of teased you a little bit. And I said, on this section, I'm going to share with you something that three of the richest people on planet Earth were talking about this week. And those three richest people are Warren Buffett. We've all heard that name before. He bought a company called uh, Berkshire Hathaway. And that company was primarily a real estate investment company, and now he's wound that into an investment company that we all know, Berkshire Hathaway. But Warren Buffett, his partner, his young partner, 92 years old, Charlie Munger, right? Those two, and then a youngster, Bill Gates, right, who retired a number of years ago, stepped down as being active inside Microsoft to say, I'm just going to spend the rest of my life giving all my money away. And by the way, he's failing miserably because he can't give it away fast enough. He keeps making more and more and more. When he said he's going to give all his money away, he was worth about $36 billion. Today he's around $60 billion. So he just can't, he's just failing, right? He's just a failure, that guy. He just can't give the money away fast enough. I'm joking, by the way. I hope you guys are laughing. But anyway, between the three of them, we're talking like $200 billion worth. But here's what they said, and, and I'm in the business of, of older folks. I'm in the business of helping people as they age. So when they said this, it struck me. And it was Charlie Munger, and he said, we spend an obscene amount of money on health care at the end of life. It's like, hmm, what do you mean, Charlie? Keep in mind, he's 92. We spend an obscene amount of money on health care at the end of life. Well, what do you want us to do, just curl up and die? And what he was saying is that we spend most of our money, and really most of the money in health care is spent on the last 30 days of life. And there's been facts and figures I've seen up to 90% of the money, big, huge money spent keeping somebody alive those last moments and days where hundreds of thousands of dollars are spent just squeezing out those last moments. Think about the desperation and what they're doing just to keep that heart beating, bump, 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 just one day longer when they could have lived a life fuller a year earlier, 10 years earlier, 30 years earlier. So his comment was logical. Yeah, we do spend a lot of money at the end of care life. And it's obscene, and that was the word he used in regards to how much it costs for health care, and that drives up the cost for everything else. And it does, but there's other problems. And he didn't have a direct solution, and I get that. He's just identifying the issue, the problem. But wow, what are the solutions? Do we now just decide who gets help and who doesn't? Ooh, that's a tricky one. That's why I didn't even want to bring it up on the show. Or do we say... Do we have a choice? Hey, I'm ready to check out. Can I check out? Ooh, there's another one. Or 
Do we just do it differently? And I saw somebody on Facebook, and I thought it was really cool. It was somebody who was older, and she said, you know what? I've got cancer, but instead of going through chemo and spending the money there, I'm just going to go get my bucket list, take my kids, my grandkids, and we're going to go travel and go do all these things. We're going to just live the next two months, six months, two years, whatever it is, and we're going to spend our time and spend our money as best we can right now. And I thought that was brilliant. What a great solution. I think we should live every day that way. We should live every day like it's our last. Every week, every month, like it's our last week, our last month, because it could be. We don't know. I'm not saying give it all up. What I'm saying is go for it. Go for the brass ring. Go for the platinum ring. Go for whatever ring it is you want, but go for it. Don't sit back. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Just do it. Go. And if you see something you want, it's, you're passionate about it, go for it. That's what Second Wind Success is all about, helping you discover what it is. So whether it's school books or eBay on hold or whether it's going where the puck is or whatever it may be, you've got to have that drive and you've got to have that passion. It's your idea. I know, I know CJ, you love doing things online and you meet and talk with and you're in the circles of people that do a lot of things online and that's an ever-changing world. I mean, you traveled out here to Phoenix to go to a training on online and learning how to how to do more things with technology there, too. And that world itself is ever-changing. Do you see people in all different age categories getting involved? I do. It's really fascinating. I think it also depends on what it is online. So certain age categories lean towards um, certain things. So in this case, many of the people were my age. There, was, there were a couple of younger people, but when I say younger people, they had to be in their 30s, um, maybe their 40s, it was not, um, I was actually surprised at how, how old some of these people were. And, um, and I know that there had been another conference just before, which um, actually brings in a younger crowd. But um, there were a lot of people in my age group, a high majority in my age group that were there. And that was very interesting to me. Um, because we normally assume it's for very young people, and in this, you know, it's not. That's not true. More people our age are finding that they're able to really do this internet stuff that's on there. In this case, it was um, the technology um, of using for creating membership sites, and that's another thing that you can do when we're at a certain age group. Our experiences are helpful for, to other people, and you can create groups and products um, online or uh, a book or whatever and speak on it and do workshops on your experience. One of the ones that is very fascinating, there's a woman out there um, that had to take care of her parents, and she developed systems in which to do that so that you could be at home but also work uh, online or how to hire the caregivers in such a way that um, you could trust them uh, and save money at the same time. She has taught that for 10 years. Uh, Another woman I know suffered uh, grief, um, and she found a way through the process of grief that is much faster than other processes that are out there. And I don't know about you, but I think most of us would like to get out of grief as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. in a healthy way. And she's created um, a whole group of people around that in teaching people how to do that quickly so they can go through the process of grief 
and then be able to move on with their life and not get stuck there. So your experiences have value. Remember that. And you can do things with them. Your experiences have value. That's, a, that's another awesome, powerful <laughs> saying. Your experiences have value. Another one we, you said today or was said today is you are your own tour guide. Uh, my wife, Mona, she's listed on our website within our company of REL Academy as the cruise director, right, tour guide. But she's the cruise director because life is a cruise. We're going through it. We've got uh, food. We've got entertainment. We've got sleeping accommodations. We've got uh, things that have to get done and things we <laughs> have choices on, things we don't have. To, it's a cruise, right? So she's the cruise director. Right. Yeah, so... Job descriptions. What is it that you want to do? I've got a friend who's in Belize. His name is Guy. Guy the Paradise Guy. And it's, uh, it's just so fascinating because here he is living in Belize. And for other people, it's like, well, that sounds exotic. It is. And how cool is that? There he is living in Belize. He's got his young boys there. And he's living the life that he wants to live. You know, lives in essence on, a, on an island, Ambergris Key. And it's a beach town. It's a wonderful town. It's a great place to be and grow up. English speaking, beautiful, crystal clear, blue, just amazing water. Uh, great lifestyle. For some people, they'd get island fever, right? I could spend a week there, but I don't know if I could live there year after year. Uh, but you can do that. And you have to find what you're passionate about, what really tickles your fancy, the things you want to do. I know that we do assisted living, and that's what we do because that really does work for me. It really is something that I can sink my teeth into. I know that some of you, when you hear that, you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to work with old people. Well, guess what? You're going to be one. You're going to be one. And I guarantee you, everybody listening to my voice, I guarantee you, you're going to get involved in assisted living one way or the other. You're either going to own the real estate where the assisted living is in, or you're going to own the business that operates the assisted living, or you're going to be a resident. You, family member, somebody lying in a bed, having somebody provide the care, and you or somebody else is going to write a check for somebody else to take care of you. So you're going to get involved one way or the other, but right now you have a choice. How do you do it? Do I want to be a real estate investor? Do I want to be a business operator? Do I want to be a private lender? You have a choice of how you do it, and that's what we teach people how to do. What part do you want to play? You can just be a resident if you want. I'm okay with that, too, because we need those residents, but there's plenty of people. I just want to give you those stats because we haven't in a while. There's 10,000 people a day turning 65, 4,000 people a day turning 85. And that's the key demographic that's growing faster than any other demographic in our country, 85-year-olds. People are lasting longer than ever. And those people, as they age, they're needing care. And that's the opportunity. Crisis for some, opportunity for others. I choose to take the opportunity side, and some of you might too. And I just want to encourage you, those of you who have been listening to our show, Second Wind Success, helping you discover your second wind in business and in life. If you'd like more information or like to have a conversation about assisted living and how that might work from an investment standpoint, a real estate standpoint, a business standpoint, any or all of the above, you can call us directly at 480-704-3065. Or you can come to our website. We've got webinars and information there, and we've got reports, and we'll send that to you so you can research it and check it out. And you can go there to ralacademy.com. So R-A-L, that's Residential Assisted Living, ralacademy.com. So come check it out. 
call us so we can tell you more about it. But we've had an absolute pleasure sharing this with you, repositioning yourself, your time, your life, your assets for success, second wind success in business and in life. I'm your host, Gene Garino, with your co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews. And we just want to say we want you to find your passion. We want you to discover your why and then get committed. Get committed for your sake, for those around you, and do all you can do to be all you can be because your life is up to you. Thanks very much, everybody. Do good and do well, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you for joining us this week. Second Wind Success with Gene Garino can be heard every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember to stay the course. Good times are just ahead.